What's going on, listeners? Welcome to another edition of Riffs and Body Slams. Oh, yeah, it's another brand spanking edition. Yeah, what episode is that? Number 54, as we're on the road to number 55. By the way, I'm your host, GMO, recording from the beautiful suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. How is everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing great, staying safe, staying healthy, as the Midwest is starting to get a little chilly and cold. So wherever you may be listening to this fine podcast at, either in the United States or across the world, thank you. Again, if you're a new listener, hit the subscribe button so you'll never Emmy ever miss an episode each and every week right here on the show so thank you and uh, thank you to the loyal listeners who listen to this fine podcast each and every week and i show a little appreciation feel free to drop off your name and where you're from just first name don't need your social security number credit card none of that stuff just give me your first name and where you're from and I'd like to highlight you, of a fine listener, right here on the podcast, free of charge. It's that simple, right? And where can you send me those information? Well, got a couple social media platforms. Follow me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Type it in Riffs and Body Slams. Or send me an email, Riffs and Body Slams at gmail.com. I do have a second YouTube page called Riffs and Body Slam Plus. Got to add the plus at the very end of it to get some extra content as well. Also, on my Twitter page at Riffs and Body Slams, I put a poll up. Let me know what you think. Slipknot versus Lamb of God. Which albums, new albums, you enjoy so far? Lamb of God's Omens or Slipknot's? The end so far. So on this episode, I will review the new Slipknot record omens. Took a listen a, cute, a few times. And it sounds awesome. Really good. Really good. So, so a toast to you. Speaking of, weekend has arrived for myself. But if you're working on the weekend, hope you try to plow through it. And uh, it turns out to be a good work weekend for you. Unless you work weekdays like myself. And uh, the beer I just cracked open here. A very limited edition. Goose Island Beer Company. Not advertisement. They're not paying me. I just love talking about what I drink and what I eat. And uh, a very cool can if you live in the Chicagoland area. And you're a fan of Chicago Blackhawks hockey and, and the National Hockey League. They have a special Goose Island Blackhawks uh, beer can and it has the the legendary chicago flag just like the cm punk with the stars on them and uh, the chicago blackhawks logo on it very cool all in black neon signs limited edition uh package the cans come with like a 12 pack you can buy at your local Benny's or liquor store and uh love love goose island love wheat beer always good and again i'm gonna try to snatch up a couple uh, rock bands, beers, and coffee. Uh, if you heard my previous podcast, I talked about the Anthrax, Indian, uh, was it Indian war, war Pale style type of beer? Tried the, the Megadeths, I believe it was Belgium type of beer. Really good. 
And what else I got in my vault collection? I have uh, the Slipknot Whiskey, number nine, and the Blackened Whiskey. Try them all. They're all very good. If you're a, uh, a beer or a spirits alcohol aficionado, highly re- recommend those to you. And from the coffee side aspect, I know the Zach Wild has his own uh, Java Valhalla coffee brand. Tried it. Very good if you're a big coffee drinker like myself. Uh, do I drink it black or do I drink it with sugar and cream? All varies. All varies per day. I do drink it black straight. And there's days I drink it just creamer only. Try to lay off the sugar. But Zach Wild's coffee, really good. Uh, there's still plenty more I want to try out. The Dark Matters Coffee, which is based in Chicago. Charlie Charlie Belladante, the drummer of Anthrax, got his own line coffee there. And there's another, a Dead Sled Coffee. D-E-D-S-L-E-D, Dead Sled Coffee. And they have a bunch of lines of coffee for Kiss, Rob Zombie, a couple other bands I got to check out. That's on, I believe Disturbed got their own coffee. So gotta check them out but if you've been trying any of those type of coffees from those brands or bands in general let me know drop it on my socials riffs and body slams on twitter twitch and youtube or send me an email riffs and body slams at gmail.com so all right there's that so what's going on the show this episode keep it very short very sweet and the last episode was a little long. So this one I might keep it short, keep it simple. We'll plow through the riffs portion of the show. I think that's the most of the meat of the matter of the podcast will be about. We'll be talking about when we were young festival that's going down. Not next weekend in Las Vegas, but they announce the massive lineup for next year's 2023. And it's sold out. But we'll get a little bit more details about it shortly. Also, we'll talk about some touring. We'll talk about New Music Friday. My personal opinion, we'll give you the Lamb of, the Lamb of God new album, Omens Review. Which songs I, I personally enjoy off the album. My personal opinion, the whole album is just phenomenal. Uh, talk about the news and whatnot. And then the pro wrestling world. I'll give you a quick recap on what's going on in the world pro wrestling. And uh, that's it. We'll close out the show. So, hey. Without further ado, let's head on to the riffs portion of the show where I talk about all things rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. Yes, and welcome to the riffs portion of the show where I talk about all things rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. So let's talk about news really quick. Uh, Judas Priest performed Genocide live for the first time in four days. Huge. So Judas Priest is currently doing the fall 22 of the 50 years heavy metal tour in Connecticut. And I was thinking of Genocide. The song came off from the Wings of Destiny from 1976. And, and it's 2022 and they're finally playing that song. Wow. And I'm looking at the set list here. They, they start off with uh, the classics. Electric Eye. The Hellion. Riding the Wind, since the first time they played since 2005. Heading out the hall, highway, Jawbreaker, uh, live debut of Never the Heroes, uh, Beyond the Realms of Death, Judas Rising, 
You got another thing coming. Steeler, another classic right there. Uh, between the Hammer and Anvil. Wow. From 2009, the Halls of Valhalla. Firepower. Uh, as I mentioned, Genocide. First time since 1982, since they last played that song. Screaming for Vengeance. Great. Just a great ripper of a song. Hellbent for Letter, my personal favorite. Breaking the Law. And of course, ended it with Living After Midnight. So 17 songs set. But it's pretty cool. The Priest is bringing out the classics. I mean, deep cuts like Genocide. So that's pretty badass. So Blink-182 drops a new single called Edging. I haven't heard it yet. We'll talk about their touring and the big We Were Young Festival. Yes, they're a part of it as well. So stay tuned for that. Also, a viral video has been leaked. Well, not leaked. It's been, it's been going on the dirt sheets about Iron Maiden out a fan off stage at the Anaheim, California concert. Apparently, it's from last month. Now it's making the rounds on social media, these dirt sheet website. Eventually, this incident took place on September 22nd at the Honda Center. Uh, they were doing the last song, which is Aces High, classic song. Apparently, a uh, fan was got a little crazy, hopped on stage, started headbanging, started doing the We Are Not Worthy, Wings World, <laughs> to Bruce Dickerson. Bruce didn't did wasn't appreciated about this fan and kicked him off. Yeah, apparently this video is making rounds about it. Hey, you know what? Iron Maiden, they're, they're no strangers. Zero fucks given. Fans, that pisses them off. And I give them props, man. I saw another video where some fan was smoking weed near the front row. And Bruce is like, dude, are you serious? No, he says Steve Harris, who's the bass player for Iron Maiden, doesn't like the smell of smoke. Bruce don't like the smell and doesn't like inhaling the smell. It'll affect his voice. But he pretty much said, hey, that's cool if you smoke weed, but take it to the back. Don't be near here in the front and start smoking and blowing clouds and smell to the band members. Come on. Disrespectful. But Bruce is very vocal when it comes to fans doing stupid things. Obviously, a couple years ago, he uh, came after a fan who's been texting in the front row on his phone three street songs. So if you happen to to see Iron Maiden and you're going to be in the front row, don't do anything stupid because you know your ass will be called out in front of a <laughs> 20 30,000 fans and your your ass will be on social media what some way or form embarrassing don't do anything stupid have a good time rock out enjoy one of the greats of the new wave american or british heavy metal not american heavy metal british heavy metal iron maiden up the irons all right body count the metal band fronted by hip-hop legend and actor and director Ice-T. I love that commercial with Stone Cold. Yo, this is uh, Stone Cold. Yo, this is Ice-T. Love that commercial. Was it the trash bag commercial? Well, fans that doesn't know or do know, Ice-T fronts a metal band since the late 90s. Uh, obviously, he had his own hip-hop career, but he loves metal as well. And hey, hey, look, Ice-T's been part of the Slayers uh, history in the mid-90s, too. So he's a big Slayers fan. Uh, but yeah, 
Apparently, they're going to have a new album called Merciless. And that will be the follow-up from Carnivore, their previous album from 2020. So the new one's going to be uh, out by 2023 via Century Media. So that's the record company that's going to put out the brand spanking new album from Body Count. Well, if you're a fan of Creed, Mark Tremonti, the guitarist, obviously he's in Alterbridge and his fine solo project called Tremonti. Go check it out if you love heavy and melodic. Uh, says uh, there is no need to rush into the Creed reunion. It will happen when every when it makes sense for everybody. So I know Scott Strap is the singer of Creed is doing his own solo touring. He's been doing it for a couple of years. So uh, he said Tremonti's been doing his own thing. He got his own solo band and uh, Alter Bridge, which Alter Bridge will be on tour. Uh, the winter time of early next year, 2023. So go check out Alter Bridge and uh, go check out Scott Strap, the voice of Creed, uh, since he's out there doing his own thing. But uh, if you're expecting a Creed show or a reunion in the near future, uh, well, well, you're going to be waiting around till everybody agrees to go on tour under the Creed banner. Also, to go along with the Judas Priest news, KK Downing confirms he will be performing with Judas Priest at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So that's good news. Uh, they extended the invitation to KK, and hopefully we'll see KK. Uh, who else will be up there? Um, Andy Sneap and uh, Richie Fochter all on the same stage. It'll be a very special moment. All right, if you're a fan of Hailstorm and the band The Lit, uh, apparently, the both drummers launch an aggressive new band co called Campy Calfire. K E M I K A L F I R E. Campy Calfire. Hope I'm saying that name right. But if you're a fan of both bands, uh, Hailstorm and Lit, the drummers are starting a new aggressive band called Campy Calfire. Speaking of new music, Gorgira, the finest. Death uh, Thrash band from uh, France just released a brand spanking new song called Our Time Is Now. Haven't heard it yet, so don't don't spoil it for me. I'm going to try to check it out this weekend. Also new music, Rival Sons announced the Dark Fighter album. Shares a brand spanking new video called Nobody Wants to Die. Uh, expect his new album to come out March 10th, 2023. Uh, what rec company is it from? Do not see it on here. And according to the article here, I'm looking through. Do not see a record company if you want to purchase from three. You can find it off the Rival Sons website. And get the new uh, record. Wait, good. Seeing Rival Sons open up for Black Sabbath and we're on their final tour and very classic sound. Great. I guess you could say a young band or so. I mean, they're not very young now, are they? Just like Greta Van Fleet. All right. According to the Rolling Stones website, Slipknot frontman Corey Taylor has bought the rights to the famous monster brand and will be relaunching the magazine as well using the name for making toys, producing films, and hosting festivals. In addition to famous monsters, Taylor and his business partner, uh, Eben McGar, 
owner of Mad Monsters Magazine and Convention, also brought the rights, bought the rights for Captain Company and the life story of the famous monster, founding editor Forrest Ackerman. So uh, Corey Tater also quoted in his article, and I quote, Our job is to build a foundation of bringing famous monsters into a modern age. While also honoring the legacy that came before, it's the whole reason that we were fans to begin with. So I've been a fan of the whole famous monster brand. Well, Taylor is now, I guess, the, the, the rightful owner and bought the rights to the brand. So uh, there's a vet. All right. So let's talk about new music Friday really quick. So we'll talk about new music Friday. Then we'll dig into the Lamb of God review. We'll talk about touring the festival. And then we'll talk about the Blink-182 conjoint with the festival. All right. So let's talk about new music Friday. Going on October 21st. By the way, you can follow me on loudware.com slash... 2022 hard rock metal album release calendar they get the credit i'm just relaying the message go out and support these bands start from the top in alphabetical order. i'm looking forward to this one architects got a brand spank new album called the classic symptoms of a broken spirit the architects are just phenomenal great band all right this band, the arctic monkeys they have a brand spank new album called the car Avantasia has a paranormal evening with the Moonflowers. Big name. Uh, Avaterium, different band, has Death, Where Is Your Sting? The Black Math Horseman has their own self-titled EP. Black Royal has Earthbound. Blackville Brides has a new EP called The Morning. The band Cable has a Mango Antirius. Chez Kane has Power Zone. Crooked Royals have Quarter Life Daydream. Exhumed has To the Dead. Alone has ETC. Uh, Gospelum has Ritual Reception. Uh, Goth Minister has Panadodium. Grand has a self titled Grandum. All right. In this moment has Blood 1983 EP. Iron Allies has Blood in, Blood Out. The New Roses has Sweet Poison. Oregon has Final Days. ORK has uh, Screaminasium. Ruby the Hatchet has Fear of the Cruel Masters. Uh, Siriana Telly has Simple Talk. Serge Tankian. Yeah, you know the singer from uh, Wake Up. Yeah, you know from System of a Down. Yeah, he got his own solo album called Perplex Cities EP. From my understanding, I guess it's a little different from uh, System of Down, so I'll have to take a listen. This one I'm looking forward to. People will laugh at me. Striper. Love Striper. The final battle. Looking forward to his new album. Speaking of a comeback here, folks, Ugly Kid Joe is returning back, and they got a brand spanking new album called Rad Wings of Destiny. Uh, you think it's a ripoff from Sad Wings of Destiny from Priest? Well, Ugly Ch Kid Joe is back, and they got a new album. All right, lastly, Witch Fever has uh, Congregation. So there's that. So there's your October 21st New Music Friday. Uh, my personal fic, pick, not fit, personal pick for this uh, article. So Architects, the new album I'm looking forward to. 
uh, I'm going to get crap for it too. Black Phil Brides, I'll give the EP a try. I know I'm going to get shit for it. Uh, Striper, again, another band I'm going to get crap for, but it's okay because they're great. Uh, an Ugly Kid Joe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt it. I'm going to try to attempt it. All right, so looking forward to ahead of October 28th, which is next episode. Some good albums from there as well. A lot of re-releases as well also. So there is New Music Friday for October 21st. Go out and support the bands, buy the records. If you have a local record store open nearby or download them, streaming, whatever that please you. All right, let's talk about touring really quick for the year the remaining year of 2022 that being said so let's talk about it so first thing on the list i see right here for the touring all right the band the obsessed announced their u.s tour with mothership and pentagram trek starts in handman connecticut november 2nd ends in york pennsylvania november 17th so there's that for chicago area no date is available for this tour. So check out uh, The Obsessed. All right. So speaking of Blackville Brides, the Trinity of Tear Tour adds more dates to the North America uh, tour date with Ice Nine Kills, Blackville Brides, Emotionless White, November 25th in Atlanta, Georgia, November 30th in Nashville, Tennessee, and December 2nd in Dallas, Texas, uh, San Antonio, Texas, December 3rd. December 5th, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, December 6th in Tucson, Arizona, Inglewood, California, December 7th, and San Diego, December 8th. So a handful of dates they added to the Trinity of Territory Part 3. This is the final installment, folks. So if you want to check out this tour, this is it. This could be the very last time in either forever or in a very long time. So if you want to see Ice Nine Kills, Blackfell Brides, Motionless and White, and Atreyu is going to be the special guest. This is your last chance, so go out and check it out. Tour starts on October 31st in El Paso, Texas. Ends in Seattle, Washington, December 12th. Uh, Chicagoland area. The closest you're going to get is Peoria, Illinois, November 10th, if I'm not mistaken, and Gary, Indiana, November 13th at the Hard Rock Casino. So this is your last chance, folks, if to check out this tour. Again, you'll never know if this tour will happen ever again. So fair warning. So I was lucky enough to catch the part one of this leg tour in Chicago. Hell of a tour. I recommend it if you're a fan of all bands. All right. A new festival has been announced in Florida, Central Florida to be exact, February 18th to the 19th. The 2023 it's called the heart support fest uh the bands are announced for is rise against speaking of chicago very own parkway drive the ghost inside dance gavin dance spear box august burn red silver stein memphis bay fire the devils wear prada hearthorn heights the word alive and more so uh, apparently, there's more bands to be announced, but if you want to check out this festival, it's in Central Florida, uh, Central Florida Fairgrounds, to be exact, February 18th through the 19th of 2023. So the Heart Support 
Fest. So there is that. Checking out, see if there's any more tours uh, beyond past that before we get to the, the meat of the matter of the touring portion here. So let's end on the two big notes here, folks. The big one here. Blink-182 announces the 2023-2024 World Tour with special guest Turnstile, Rise Against, The Story So Far, and Wallows. So massive, massive return. Blink-182 reunites with Tom DeLonge and a massive 2023-2024 world tour this date is massive for a world tour uh just looking at it here march 11th from starts in tijuana mexico this bad boy goes all the way up to october 21st which we'll talk about we were young festival we'll get that in a second so that's where it ends in north america and then 2024 we'll have australia and new zealand to kick off so I mean, these dates are massive from March all the way up to May to June, September, October. Huge. Here in Chicago, we're going to get the United Center on May 6th. So, uh, and I understand these tickets are hot, very expensive. You're going to pull big money out of your wallet for this tour as well. So, Blink-182, as I mentioned again, World Tour 2023. 2024 with turnstile rise against the story so far and wallow so a massive massive tour from blink 182 so welcome back and uh, good to see the bands uh back out and doing this massive tour now that's leading to the big festival out in las vegas fans been keeping tad throughout the year of this year so when we were young that's what the festival is called. Sponsored by Live Nation. Sold out 2022, which starts next weekend. Depends on when you listen to this podcast. October 22nd, uh, October 23rd, so next Saturday and Sunday. And October 29th, that alone date, I believe the final weekend of October. Three dates, all sold out. Same bands, I assume same set list in all three days. Crazy. And I'll give you my personal opinion. No, I'm not going. Uh, Apparently, it's very hard to get these tickets now. If you're lucky to get these tickets, congratulations. If you you haven't, well, good luck finding them. Unless you find them off a third-party site or somebody will sell them uh, directly. And my understanding, you could be on the wait list. If you give them, if you give the the website your uh, credit card, which is the the We Were Young website slash Live Nation, if when you give your credit card payment method to them, every time there's a ticket being released, you automatically will get that ticket. Now the tricky part is, you don't know what tier you're gonna get. Now, what I mean by tier. There's the general missions, which costs uh, $249.99 plus fees and yada, yada, yada. That's the first tier. Now, the third tier was $279. Not sure if you'll get that price or not. 
but 249 is the the very cheapest when it comes to general mission now they have a ga plus uh this one you'll get 419 dollars uh that includes some multiple stages at the fairgrounds in las vegas Food choices for regional and local vendors, uh, bars and concession stands, official band merch, uh, free water stations, yada, yada, yada. And then you get a dedication entry lane at the main entrance. So $419. Now it's $519 for a VIP. Same combination to the GA Plus. Instead, you get your dedicated... Uh, Lane entry, charging stations, air-conditioned restrooms, and a preferred a preferred viewing area by the main stage. Then you get the VIP Cabana, which is $17,000. So somebody's out there buying these $17,000 VIP packages. Uh, you get your ultimate roped-off, excuse me, roped-off viewing area with security, shade, and VIP service. A complimentary two-bottle. Of your choice of one premium liquor or one champagne. You get a cabana available at the main stage only. Let's see. Uh, bars, concession stands, skip the line. So there are other amenities along with the plus and VAP. And then there is the hotel and ticket package, which is $489. Uh, it includes either VIP, GA plus, or GA festival tickets along with a hotel so uh, there's your amenities when it comes to pricing um, and i believe that goes along with the 2022 which don't not showing the waiting list for tickets so you're a bit out of luck for this year's but you can get on the waiting list for next year's by the way tickets were sold out apparently it's the pre-sale tickets uh, within two hours how about that? So let's talk about this year's lineup very quick. I talked about this couple months ago about the this year's inaugural festival. Again, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, AFI, The Use, of Bring Me the Horizon, Take Back Sunday, A Day to Remember, Knock Loose, Avril Lavigne, Pierce the Veil, I Prevail, Motionless of White, Blackfoot Bright, Ice Nine Kills, Made a Parade, Atreyu, Thursday, Kitty's going to be on there, Paris, and Hoffman Hearts is going to be on there, the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, and more. Census Fails, Silverstein. Yeah, so these, plenty more bands will be playing, but the headliners, My Chemical Romance, Paramore, Bring Me the Horizon, A Day to Remember, and Avril Lavigne. So those are the major headliners for this year. Let's talk about next year. Massive. Green Day. Blink-182. Good Charlotte. Rise Against. Yellow Card. Sum 41. Simple Plan. New Found Glory. 30 Seconds to Mars. The Offsprings. Uh, five Seconds of Summer. All Time Low. Motion City Soundtrack. Uh, Thrice. Pierce the Veil. Also, got the Academy is Gym Class Heroes, Less Than Jake, Bowling for Soup, uh, The Ataris, Goldfinger, Joyce Manor, Zebrahead. A lot of these bands I remember back in my high school days. Knuckle Puck, 
So a massive, massive second and uh, second annual of the We Were Young Festival. It's going down Las Vegas Fairgrounds in Las Vegas, Nevada. Again, if you want to get tickets for next year's the second annual of the festival, get on the waiting list and hopefully you'll get lucky. If you're gonna want to go for this year's festival for the inaugural, uh, good luck and try to find them on a we call the third party market or if someone sell them directly maybe you'll get lucky and you'll be headed to vegas so there is how that all right so that kind of covers the festival and the blink 182 all right let's end the show talking about the new lamb of god album called omens really good i won't spend too much time talking about it so have you heard it or have you heard partial of the album? I tried to give it at least two or three times in the album. Uh, I got to say, fairly, fairly impressed with the album. Very good. Some ragers on this album. Now, I posted a poll on my Twitter. Riffs and Body Slams. Again, it's still up by the time this podcast comes out. Let me know what you think. Slipknot, the end so far. Versus Lamb of God Omens. Which new records do you love the most? Let me know. So, there is uh, how many? 10 tracks on here of the new Slipknot record, Omens. Start with track number one, Nevermore. So, again, good starter. Good song. Kick off the track. Pretty good. Uh, vanishing, Vanishing. Great second track to lead into another headbanger. To the Grave, pretty solid. Ditch, yeah, I, I enjoy this track, which, which is track number four. I love it. I got to say, this is my favorite song on the on the record. Uh, I love the intro, the distortion intro, and it gets just pounding heavy, uh, just mosh pit style metal. I enjoy this song, Ditch. Love it. Obviously, the song Omens itself. Unique, different. Uh, track number six, Ko uh, Gomo Ra. Solid. Track number seven, uh, Three Designs. Um, and as I'm reading these off, I got to go back and match them up from what I listened to because I heard it so many times, but then I lose the track title in my brain. So I'm like, man, which one did I enjoy the most? Uh, Grayscale. This one's very unique. I enjoyed it. Denial Mechanism, and then a September song. I believe the September song is like a old school punk feeling. Uh, that I mean, if you want a crowd surfing slash a mosh pit uh, style song, I believe the September song is the one that gets the upbeat, get your ass up and get the party started. Uh, I believe September song or Denial Mechanism, one of those two. Very good. Uh, I got to see, there's not a single bad song. Again, I'm going to go through it again, see if I can find one. I just, I don't know, play, you know, I'll skip it. I skip filler song. But overall, this whole album is just very good. The production's good. Every song's a little unique. I understand the band is going through or claim they're trying to do a different style different change i mean it's a lamb of god style i mean you, i mean fans who are, are been listening to lamb of god for years know the style and the 
the the I mean even Mark Morton, the guitarist from uh, Lamb of God, when he does a solo album, and he did that badass track with uh, Rest in Peace uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Uh, even the music, his solo album songs, sounds like Lamb of God. His signature sound, the tone, uh, the the way he does the riffs, the chuggings, the groove chugging. Chugga, 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 chugga. You don't understand. I mean, if you're a musician, maybe you know, or if you're just a, a longtime listener of Lamb of God, you, you know the, the, the Lamb of God sound, the signature sound. And uh, you get your Lamb of God signature sound in this new album, but they tried to do a little bit experimenting on intros, uh, distortions, and whatnot. It did just one of them, uh, track number four. And if I look on my Apple list here, they have a star on it, which I means it's a very popular song on the set list, which I agree is a very good song. So, uh, again, the song Ditch, highly recommended. I'm pretty sure they'll have a video in the near future. I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Uh, like I said, the song Omens, pretty good. And uh, to kick off the track, or the album, I should say, Nevermore, very good. And uh, only up to the very end of the September song, again, just kind of get the thrashing, moshing mood. So overall, I give this new slip, uh, not slip, not, Lamb of God Omens, a solid four and a half star. I'm going to give it a Dave Meltzer style four and a half star. Go recommend if you're that kind of style of metal. If you love the screaming, you love the, the blast beats, uh, tasty riffs, go check it out. If you're sensitive on this style of uh, rock and metal music, that's okay. There's going to be plenty more albums out there that I do enjoy that I will highly recommend. As the year gets closer to the end, I'm going to comprise my top, not sure, top 10 or top 20 uh, albums that came out in 2022. So that's getting close. So I'm going to start piling up these great albums throughout the year. I do it that I enjoy. So, all right, Slipknot, still up in the air. A lot of people are still mixed on it. Still have to give more listens about it. Uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Riffs and Body Slams on Twitter, Twitch, or YouTube. Riffs and Body Slams at gmail.com. That's where you find me. That's where I'll be hiding at. All right, let's talk about pro wrestling. You think it's time to talk about pro wrestling? I think so. All right, welcome to the Body Slam portion of the show where I talk about all things pro wrestling. Make it fairly quick. Make it simple here. So right off the bat, Chris Jericho versus Dalton Castle set for the Ring of Honor title match set for AEW Dynamite coming up. So good to see Dalton back on television. Stu Grayson returns back in AEW Rampage. So it's good to see the fellow Dark Order back in live and action in AEW Ring. Also, this coming up Monday Night Raw, which I believe is on... October, come on calendar, October 17th, uh, you will see a match for the U.S. champion, Seth Rollins, by, by the way, is the new U.S. champion by defeating Bobby Lashley this past Monday, he will defend it against Matt Riddle, the Miz will face Dexter Loomis, and if Loomis win, he earns a WWE contract, uh, I thought he's been in under contract 
either way. But, and also Brock Lesnar will make his appearance. Uh, he made his appearance this past Monday, attacking Bobby Lashley. Looks like they might lead this match into the crown jewels. Brock versus Bobby Lashley. And Elias, he will make his return back as well. So, money slowly stacking up. By the way, did you check out the D Generation X 25th anniversary show this past Monday? Huh? Did you enjoy it? Let me know what you think about it. All right, what else is going on in the world? Pro Wrestling. Uh, let's see. Rey Mysterio moves to SmackDown, becomes the Intercontinental Title number one contender. So that's uh, good to see. He don't want to be nowhere near his son. Who's part of the Judgment Day. Also, the tag team title match will be on the line. Uh, the tag team champions of Damage Control will face Rankill, Rodriguez, and Shotzi Blackheart. That's going to be set for the October 21st episode of SmackDown. So there is uh, that. Also, in other news in pro wrestling, Hook. He's looking to uh, defend the FTW title against Davari for next week's AEW Rampage. Also, Tank Ledger made his NXT debut on NXT Level Up. Also on NXT News, Ariana Grace reveals she's injured and will require surgery. So, uh, there's that. NXT also drew... The best at viewership for the year of 2022 is they drew an average of 737,000 viewers on the USA, USA Network, up 17.9% last week, which is the largest audience total since the 26th of October of last year for the Halloween Havoc. So uh, congrats to them for getting an uptick of uh, viewerships for NXT. So, uh, again, if you watch past this past Monday Night Raw, the Good Brothers returned to the WWE. Yes, Gallows, Doc Gallows and Carl uh, uh, Anderson made their return back on Monday Night Raw this past Monday to come out there to save their fellow brother AJ Styles from getting beaten up by Femme Balor and the Judgment Day faction. So both factions battle off. The Bull Club members going at it. And uh, despite the return, Carl Anderson is still set for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Battle Autumn in Asuka, Japan, on November 5th. So uh, the, apparently this match is for the Never Openweight title still taking place. Very interesting. So it's great that WWE is allowing these guys to fulfill their New Japan uh, schedule contract. And, uh, and there's a title still going to be on the line in this match, which is interesting. So, could it be the forbidden door between New Japan and WWE? Uh, could it be... I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, a lot of people are mixed about the Good Brothers returning back to the WWE. Uh, obviously, it's a big payday for them. There's no shocker behind the Good Brothers and money. And uh, maybe... Maybe they're just really desperate for main eventers trying to get everybody back for the, on the WWE side, that is. So, very interesting. But uh, speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, 
they reveal the bracket for the World Television Title Tournament. So let's check it out. And the title looks pretty cool. Has a 1970s, 1980s, the vintage title look. By the way, the title is the New Japan World Television Title Championship. So as of right now. So uh, two people advance in the tournament. So it looks like Zack Sabre Jr. and Finlay will face off in the second round match Thursday, October 27th. So here's the matches going so far for October 14th. The Finley versus Kanamaru. Uh, Alexander versus Zack Sabre Jr. So I just gave you the winners out of those two. So October 15th, they're going to get Yoshihashi versus Jeff Cobb. Air Hanari versus Evil. October 16th, they're going to get Sonata versus Taichi. Hiroki Goto versus Kenta. And then for October 26th, you're going to get Ren Narita versus Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, Toriyano versus the Great Okan. And uh, then we'll move on to the second round. Then you'll get your semifinals dipping into January 4th, which is the Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom January 4th to become the new inaugural New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Champion. So very exciting in Japan Pro Wrestling. Also, Okada and Eddie Kingston will face Juice Robinson and Jay White for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Rumble on the 44th Street. It's going down on October 28th. Also, a tag team defense will be set for Impact Wrestling. The Kingdom will face Heath and Rhino. So, obviously, this is a taping because Matt Taven and Ben are no longer part of the company, but... Uh, that's the future for a title defense for television-wise when it comes to taping. Also, Chris Bay signs a multi-year contract to Impact Wrestling. So it's good to see him sticking around. And Frankie Kazarian to re uh, relinquish the X Division title for a Impact World title shot. And uh, I'm quite surprised Frankie Kazarian is an Impact, but... The kind of question is, is he still under the AEW contract, or does that mean he's no longer with AEW and is wrestling in Impact Wrestling just like Bobby Fish? Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. All right. And lastly, Pro Wrestling Gorilla has announced a full lineup for Sunday, November 6th, a dink show at the Globe Theater in Los Angeles. So, I'm reading here, the main event, PWG World Champion Daniel Garcia will defend the title against Jonathan Gresham. Garcia the world, uh, defeated Bandito to become the PWG Champion at Delivering the Goods show back in May of this year. In the semi-main event, Leo Rush will return to PWG to take on Speedball Mike Va Bailey in the singles competition. Uh, Leo Rush last appeared for the company at Battle of Los Angeles in January. In the trios match, Bandito, Aramis, and the debuting Commander will take on Laredo Kid, Black Taurus, and debuting Latikigo. Latiko, saying the right name, name right. Jordan Grace will also make her PWG debut at Dink, facing Marsha Slambovich. Build as the Dark Order, Stu Grayson and Evil Una will team at Dink, facing Trey Miguel and Myron Reed at the of the Rascals. Shane Hayes will take on Davey Richards in a single match at Dink. And Titus Alexander versus Ray Horace 
match will open the show. The tickets for Dink goes on sale Wednesday, October 19th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. The announced lineup, which I kind of gave you already. So I ran for Pro Wrestling Gorilla in Los Angeles for November 6th. Tickets will be on sale very soon. And uh, get ready for it. And lastly, as news just came in right now, the Kingdom slash OGK makes their AEW debut on Rampage. So uh, despite the rumors of WWE interested in picking up Bennett and Mike, uh, not Mike, Matt Taven, uh, former Ring of Honor slash uh, Impact Wrestling, I guess you can say they're part of the company now. So there's no interest within the WWE, so that's good news as well. All right, so as I mentioned, anything breaking news-wise when it comes to rock, hard rock, and heavy metal, and pro wrestling, Riffs and Body Slams on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Riffs and Body Slam plus my second YouTube page, or Riffs and Body Slams at gmail.com. You'll never miss any actions or news or whatnot. Again, stay safe, stay healthy, as always, always support local business, as in local wrestling companies, record stores, independent wrestlers, and bands slash artists. All right, until next time, my friends, take care, and I'll talk to you guys down the road.